بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the discussion on the concise creed الوصية الصغرى لشيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية رحمه الله تعالى by شيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية رحمه الله He continued to say وعلم أن العناية بهذا من أشد ما بالإنسان الحاجة إليه and know that the giving importance to this matter of taqwa is much needed rather it's the most needed by man to take care of and this is due to this greatness of this admonition and what is what falls under it from knowing the sins and the type of sins and the means and ways to rid oneself from them and from their from the entailed punishments and this should take precedence in, ter- in terms of what man needs why? because the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his worship and drawing nearer to him knowing what he informed us and what his messenger told us is from the most obligatory of all obligatory things and of the most most important of highest priority and the, and this constitutes the greatest causes which leads to happiness in this life and in the hereafter he rahimahullah asserted in his book al-fatawa saying that no that man's need to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is worship not ascribing partners to him in worship has no equivalent whatsoever it however may resemble from certain angles the need of the body for food and drinks and yet there are distinct differences between them because the reality of the slave is his heart and his spirit and this reality cannot achieve its uprightness except by his remembrance subhanahu wa ta'ala it's inevitable that it's on a journey leading to Allah and there is no salah, no uprightness except in meeting him subhanahu wa ta'ala and if there exists or occurs to the person certain enjoyments or happiness through other than Allah then that is not lasting it rather changes from type to type and from person to person sometimes enjoying it at certain times and certain conditions even sometimes this is this type of enjoyment may harm him as to his God Allah 
his ilah, his true God, فَلَا بُدَّ لَهُ مِنْهُ فِي كُلِّ وَقْتِ That's a must which he needs at all times. And wherever he may be, And that's why the greatest verse in the Quran Allahu la ilaha illa huwa al-hay al-qayyum Allah there is no true ilah God except him the ever living al-qayyum the one who subdues everything Imam Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah further discussed this issue of man's need that man is always in need to know the messenger and what the messenger وسلم, brought believing in the in use he told and obeying him in that which he commanded because there is no way for happiness or the means that lead to happiness and success in this life nor in the hereafter except on the hands of the messengers and there is no way to know what is good and what is evil in details except through their way and Allah's pleasure with the believer cannot be attained except on their hands so the good of deeds and sayings and moralities is only because of their guidance and what they brought they are the scale and the reference to weigh the sayings and the actions and moralities and through following them the people of guidance are distinguished from the people of misguidance So the need for them is greater than the need of the body for the soul and of the eye for its sight and for and of the soul for its life. Any need whatsoever. any need whatsoever when compared to the need of the slave for the messengers then the latter excels it profoundly and since the happiness of the slave in this life and in the hereafter is dependable upon the guidance of the messenger sallallahu then it is incumbent on everyone who advises himself first and loves for his own salvation and for his happiness to know the guidance of the messenger and his life so that he becomes from his followers and from his party and people with regard to this are 
of different types, some taking only the, a certain extent, others taking more, and others deprived. And the favor is in the hands of Allah, He gives it to whomever He wishes. Then Shaykh al-Islam continued to say, after making this note, how the matter of taqwa is of this great deal of importance and the priority, then he said, فَإِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ حِينِ يَبْلُمْ خُصُوصًا فِي هَذِهِ الْأَزْمِنَةِ وَنَحْوِهَا مِنْ أَزْمِنَةِ الْفَتَرَاتِ الَّتِي تُشْبِهُ الْجَاهِلِيَةَ مِنْ بَعْضِ الْوِجُوهِ فَإِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ الَّذِي يَنْشَأُ بَيْنَ أَهْلِ عِلْمٍ وَدِينٍ قد يتلطخ من أمور الجاهلية بعدة أشياء فكيف بغير هذا he said man when he reaches the stage of adultery or at the stage of, of puberty and becomes under the pen of legal responsibility in these times and he's talking about his times and the like from the times of periods of fatarat. What is fatarat? Where there is either a disconnection of the message or there is weakness in in the deen in general after strength weakness in the sunnah in adherence to the sunnah and and the ilm, the knowledge weakens and the light of the message dims and jahil ignorance spreads and bid'ah becomes Abundant. He said these resemble from certain angles the pre Islamic eras. Verily, he said, a man, even he, if he is raised amongst people of knowledge and deen, may be influenced negatively by these matters of jahiliyyah. So, think of the one who is not amongst the people of knowledge and people of deen. What would his situation be? And the people of Jahiliyyah were known for ignorance and being away, removed from deen. So, if the person who is raised between two Muslim parents or amongst two Muslim parents who know of Allah, or he may be living in an environment of knowledge and worship and sunnah. Even if this person, I mean this person himself, may be influenced negatively by such impurities, like for example from the impurities of Jahiliyyah, being proud of lineage or the opposite 
wailing of the, over the dead, striking the sheiks, tearing clothes and garments, and even worse, from matters of shirk in all, in all of its forms. The person may be influenced negatively by some of these matters of jahiliyyah, even if he may be raised amongst people of an environment of deen. So what about the person who is not in such an environment? Someone who may have been raised in shirk and superstition and innovation and environment of jahil, of ignorance, then his, then him being affected by these methods of jahiliyyah is more intense. So in summary, what he's, what Sheikh Islam is referring to is that from the time man reaches the stage of puberty and he is under the legal responsibility if he is in under these environments where jahl is spread and bid'ah and innovations and following lowly desires then he may be affected by some of the dust of these things and therefore he will carry some impurities from these afflictions even though he may be raised in a righteous environment and what about the person who may be who is raised in a time or a place where superstition and ignorance is prevailing certainly he may get absorbed and normalized into that then he said rahimahullah he cited the following hadith from the prophet والسلام, from the hadith of Abi Sa'id and also the origin of which is in Al-Bukhari Al-Muslim he the Prophet, he the Prophet والسلام, said لتتبعن سنن من كان قبلكم حذو القدة بالقدة حتى لو دخلوا جحر ضب لدخلتموه قالوا يا رسول الله اليهود والنصارى قال فمن you will follow the practices of your predecessors inch by inch yard by yard so much so that if they were to enter a lizard's hole you would also fall therein when they asked the companions, when they asked if the Prophet ﷺ meant the Jews and the Christians, he ﷺ said, who else? I mean, if not them, who else? So you follow them, you follow their deeds and their ways. You follow their ways and actions and their such that you may resemble them and assume their manners inch by an inch, yard by yard 
And this is from as some of the people of knowledge, Rahimahumullah said, this is from his miracles. This statement by the Prophet is a miraculous statement because many of this Ummah followed the ways of the Jews and the Christians and the Romans and the Persians in their characters, in their mounts, in their clothes, in the manifestation of the religion in wars, in habits, in the beautifications of the masajid, and in the magnification of the graves, and taking it as masajid, until they worshipped it, and of they worshipped the, the, its, its occupants. And they established the punishments on the weak, but not the strong. And they abandoned the work on Fridays, and took the rabbis and the monks as lords besides Allah and turned away from the book of Allah and came forward to towards the books of misguidance and magic and philosophy and rhetoric and denying the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which he described himself with or his messenger described him with all of these things following in that the Jews and the Christians and when the Prophet said to the extent if they were to enter the lizard hole you would also follow pursuit meant that his ummah will not leave anything that the Jews and the Christians do except that they will do it Follow them on that. And then the Prophet ﷺ in the hadith said, Saman, when he was asked as to who, if he could, if, the, if he meant by them the Jews and the Christians, he said, Saman, and this is like, who else other than the Jews and Christians? And there is like a form of denunciation. It can be nothing, none except them. In this hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, it should be it should be pointed that he mentioned the Jews and the Christians, and and the Bukhari's narration, Persians and the Romans, and there is no contradiction between the two. Here it's apparent that the Prophet ﷺ mentioned that this Ummah will follow the paths of the nations before, from religions, from habits, from the 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 legislative matters and the like. Interpreting it by mentioning some nations does not negate the interpretation concerning the others mentioned in the other narrations. Because what is intended here is to what's intended here is not limiting it to a certain nation, but just to give examples. It is not meant to be restricted only to one of them, of these nations. This hadith, Shaykh al-Islam said, هَذَا خَبَرٌ تَصْدِيقُهُ فِي قَوْلِهِ تَعَالَى فَاسْتَمْتَعْتُمْ بِخَلَاقِكُمْ 
كما استمتع الذين من قبلكم بخلاقهم وخطتم كالذي خاضوا This is affirmed, the Prophet ﷺ saying is affirmed from the Qur'an in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah At-Tawbah 969 فَاسْتَمْتَعَتُمْ بِخَلَاقِكُمْ كَمَا اسْتَمْتَعَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ بِخَلَاقِهِمْ وَخُطْتُمْ كَالَّذِي خَاضُوا وَلِهَذَا شَوَاهِدُ فِي الصِّحَاحِ وَالْحِسَانِ like those before you, they were mightier than you in power and more abundant in wealth and children. There comes the point of evidence here. They had enjoyed or enjoyed their portion a while. So enjoy your portion a while as those before you enjoyed their portion a while. And you indulged in play and pastime as they indulged in play and pastime. In his book, Iqtida'u Sirat al-Mustaqeem, following the straight path in opposing the people of hellfire, Shaykh al-Islam said about this verse, in this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala combined the enjoyment and indulging in play because the corruption of the deen it takes place either through false conviction or acting in opposition to the correct and truthful creed the first through false conviction and uttering that this covers the innovation and the like and the second through acting opposition to the correct creed this speaks of فِسْقُ الْأَعْمَالِ وَنَحْوِهَا The corruption of the deeds and the like. And the bid'ah is of the shubuhat, meaning it comes through the shubuhat, unclear matters. And the other which is the corruption in the actions comes from the angle of lust and that's why the righteous predecessors he continued to say rahimahullah in his book اقتضاء الصراط المستقيم مخالفة أصحاب الجحيم that's why the salaf used to say احذروا من الناس صنفين be aware of two types of people صاحب هوا فتنه هوا a person who follows his lowly desire afflicted with his desire وصاحب دنيا أعمته دنيا another a person for this life 
dedicated for it, blinded by it. And they used to say, the Salaf rahimahumullah, they used to say, احذروا فتنة العالم الفاجر Beware of the fitna of the scholar, the wicked one. والعابد الجاهل And the ignorant worshipper. فإن فتنتهما فتنة لكل مفتون That fitna is a fitna for everyone. Who may fall into fitna or is in fitna. The first one, meaning the wicked scholar, the fitna of him, the fitna of the wicked scholar, he said, هذا يشبه المغضوب عليهم, المغضوب عليهم. This resembles those who deserve the wrath of Allah upon them. Those who know the truth and they don't follow it. And the other resembles the misguided who act without knowledge. انتهى كلامه, his words finished, his statement. In another place, rahimahullah, He mentioned that the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse, فَاسْتَمْتَعْتُمْ بِخَلَاقِكُمْ So you enjoyed your portion as those before you enjoyed their portion. This is denoting اتِّبَاعِ shahawat following lusts. And this is the disease of the sinful ones. And then he said, وَخُطْتُمْ كَالَّذِي خَاضُوا And so you indulged in that which they indulged in. This is indicating or denoting following the shubuhat, following the doubtful matters, the unclear ones. And he said, وَهَذَا دَاءُ الْمُبْتَدِعَ And this is the sickness and illness of the, or the disease of the mubtadi'a, the innovators, وَأَهْلُ الْأَهْوَاء And people of desires and the people of disputes. And so often these two types, so often they come together. Such that it will be rare that you find someone who has corruption in his creed, except that it will manifest itself in his actions. And this verse indicates that those before enjoined and indulged and those who came after did the same, like them. Then he said, فَاسْتَمْتَعْتُمْ وَخُطْتُمْ Enjoyed and indulged. This is information of the occurrence of this in the past. And it is a blame upon those who will do it until the day of resurrection. Just like all the other news which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us about the kafirs and the munafiq at the time of the prophethood of Muhammad blaming, holding it blameworthy upon everyone who will be like their condition will be in like their condition and this could be khabaran an amrin da'imin mustamir this could also cover be an, an information of a continuous Matter. And then he said in this book here, 
after he cited this verse and he explained it in other places in his books he said وَلِهَادَ شَوَاهِدُ فِي الصِّحَاحِ وَالْحِسَانِ and there is evidence for this in the books of hadith that are authentic or good that contain good and authentic narrations in fact Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah established his book اِقْتِضَاءُ الصِّرَاطِ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ مُخَالَفَةُ أَصْحَابِ الْجَحِيمِ which he mentioned earlier based upon this great foundation which is the prohibition to resemble and take the manners and assume the manners of the people of hellfire that's why he named his book اِقْتِضَاءُ الصِّرَاطِ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ لِمُخَالَفَةِ Ashab al-Jaheem the following or adhering to the righteous or the straight path the mukhalafati Ashab al-Jaheem in opposing the people of the hellfire or it also could mean that the straight path entails the opposition to the path of the Ashab al-Jaheem the people of hell Then he continued, وَهَذَا أَمْرُ And this matter of taking the manners of those before, of the Jews and the Christians, قَدْ يَسْرِي may occur فِي الْمُنْتَسِبِينَ إِلَى الدِّينَ for those who ascribe to the deen, from the خاصة, from the particular ones, as كَمَا قَالَ غَيْرُ وَاحِدٍ مِّنَ السَّلَفِ as more than one of the Salaf had mentioned Aminhum Ibn Uyayna Sufyan Al-Imam who was born in 107 in Kufa in Iraq and he was very reliable and a great narrator and he was the Muhaddith of Hijan in Mecca he died in the year 198 after Hijra <laughs> and his age was 91 years he was 91 years of age when he died he said Sheikh al-Islam he named him as one of those who asserted this matter that the resemblance to the people before from the Jews and the Christians may transmit to those who are ascribed of the particular even who ascribe themselves to the deen Shaykh al-Islam continued فَإِنَّ كَثِيرًا مِنْ أَحْوَالِ الْيَهُودِ قَدْ اِبْتُلِيَ بِهِ بَعْضُ الْمُنْتَسِبِينَ إِلَى الْعِلْمِ وَكَثِيرٌ مِنْ أَحْوَالِ النَّصَارَى قَدْ اِبْتُلِيَ بِهِ بَعْضُ الْمُنْتَسِبِينَ إِلَى الْدِينِ Many of those many of the conditions of the Jews did influence some of those ascribed to the knowledge and similarly the conditions of the Christians كما يبصر ذلك من فهم دين الإسلام الذي بعث به الذي بعث به محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أو الذي بعث الله به محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ثم نزله على أحواله الناس على أحوال الناس as this is evident from those who understood the deen of Islam which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم with and who 
made it made this understanding of the deen applied it applied this correct understanding to check the conditions of people in terms of their correct ascribing to the deen or otherwise what is the saying of Sufyan which he was referring to or the saying of the Salaf concerning this Sufyan said Rahimahullah Man fasada min ulamaina The one who becomes corrupt from our scholars Then he has a resemblance to the Jews For he has some resemblance To the Jews And those who are corrupt from Abadina From those who From our worshippers Then they have a resemblance Or a resemblance from the Nasara Or to the Nasara To the Christians And when he said those who are yani, ascribed to the knowledge from the people of knowledge like in this case Ahlul Kalam the people of rhetoric and the like and he said those who ascribe themselves to the deen those who are known from the Sufi worshippers and the like and he, Shaykh al-Islam, said in his book, Iqtidaa Surat al-Mustaqeem, clarifying or explaining the causes for the kufr of the Jews and the Christians, he said, وَالْيَهُودُ مُقَصِّرُونَ عَنِ الْحَقِّ And the Jews are negligent, negligent concerning the truth. وَالنَّصَارَ غَالُونَ فِيهِ And the Christians are, or the Christians exaggerated in their deen. And that the kufr of the Jews, the origin of which is, because they did not act according to their knowledge because they know the truth and they don't manifest it in action and follow, follow it to, and, and manifest it in action or on saying, in sayings or, or in deeds as to the Christians the kufr of the Christians it is from the angle of Acting without knowledge. Acting without knowledge. And so they exert themselves in different forms of worship without any legal proof from Allah. And they say of Allah that which they have no knowledge of. And he said that those who contemplate and understand Islam as in the book and, and the Sunnah and وَكَمَا فَهِمَهُ الصَّحَابَةِ وَمَنْ تَبِعَهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ And then they look and check the people's conditions. then he would come to notice the disease and the illness, the disease of resembling the people of the book and he would check and find that it really penetrated some of the particular ones so how about the common ones we continue inshallah ta'ala the rest of the book tomorrow. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Sallallahu ala Muhammadin, ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.